listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, I greet you with the greeting of St. Francis. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. Amen. Boy, we have a wonderful feast day today. It's one of the mysteries of the rosary. Makes it even more special, doesn't it? And, you know, we have our beautiful rosary garden here at the Shrine of Our Lady, and I had a chance to spend a little time in front of this mystery this morning, just praying for everybody. And, and uh, yeah, it really is uh, a feast day filled with beautiful meaning in the celebration of Kindle Mass, including the, which includes this gospel, goes all the way back to the really early days of the church. The first evidence we have of a feast day like this being celebrated is in the liturgy in Jerusalem, oh, almost 300 years after Christ. And uh, so very ancient and beautiful tradition. And we know that um, many different religions have devotions to candles or lamps and the theme of light versus darkness. That's kind of a universal theme. But in particular, as that theme was celebrated in the Jewish faith, in those moments when Jesus himself, as he did with all of the aspects of the Jewish faith, reinterpreted all of it in, in the light of himself. I am the light of the world. And we know that Jesus being the eternal word, when God said the word, let there be light. You know, it, it is Jesus, you know, in, in the moment of creation there, really extremely beautiful and profound that the Lord himself would come in our flesh and to be that living flame of love that, that comes to enlighten the darkness of the world. It is a beautiful and tremendous theme that's beautiful. And uh, in some of the Eastern liturgies of the church, including my favorite one, which is the Lebanese Maronite Eastern Catholic liturgy, at every mass there's a little pre-liturgy for the lighting of the candles, uh, which is filled with just beautiful little prayers on how God is the light who cast out the darkness and um, we even see that reference in the words of the, the prophet Simeon here when he sees the baby Jesus in the temple. And the Holy Spirit had said to him that he would live to see the Christ. And he finally has the gift of the Holy Spirit to recognize Jesus as the Christ. Jesus is still just a baby. So this is not Jesus who's preaching amazing sermons. This is not Jesus who's healing people from illnesses or casting out demons or raising people from the dead. This is the baby Jesus uh, doing what babies do, you know, just being cute and being held in the arms. And, and the Holy Spirit reveals to him. And in that prayer that he says is a prayer that we say at every night prayer throughout the whole church, that prayers that priests and monks and nuns and even some lay people pray, those liturgy of the hours, um, the the prayer that he says, we say it every night. And he quotes the prophet Isaiah. My eyes have seen the light to the nations. That the light of God isn't going to be just for Jewish people. It's going to be a light for the entire world. That's what the phrase, the nations, that's what it means in the Hebrew Bible, the Gentiles. That's all of us. That's everybody. That the, the light of God would come in human flesh. Jesus, the light of the world. Um, so I want to make a few connections to a few other mysteries of the rosary. Do you know when you pray the rosary every day, like Mother Mary asked at Fatima and other places, is the Holy Spirit starts connecting the dots and you start to understand how different mysteries of the rosary 
connect with other mysteries of the rosary and how they enlighten each other. And there are a couple of connections I'd like to highlight for us today. First of all, uh, this is a day of offering. So the Jewish people had this tradition, which Mary and Joseph are doing. This firstborn child is brought to the temple, and there's this offering of the two turtle doves. It's a sacrifice for redemption. And uh, because of that offering, this mystery today somehow connects with the crucifixion. That the, the ultimate moment of Jesus offering himself is some way prefigured by today's mystery. The baby is brought into the temple and there's the sacrifice of the two turtle doves. There's an offering that is, that is made that enlightens the offering which will happen on the cross. Even the words of Simeon that this child will be for the rise and fall of many. This child will be the line in the sand. You know, which side of the line do you want to be on? Uh, he will be rejected by some. And then even to Mother Mary, a sword will pierce your soul, your heart. That's a reference to the crucifixion. So there's a something of this mystery that is casting a new light onto the mystery of Jesus on the cross, this mystery of offering Jesus, who is himself the real living temple of God. Um, that is just amazing. And then uh, a second mystery I'd like to connect a little food for thought, maybe something to ponder in your prayers, and that is Pentecost. So at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes down upon the church, the Holy Spirit comes under the image of tongues of flame. That's what you see on a candle. And it's almost as if the church now, filled with the Holy Spirit, we become living candles. How amazing is that? So anything you see It's an external manifestation of an internal reality. So all of us, when we were baptized or confirmed, I don't know that there was um, supernatural flames on our heads, you know, but spiritually there is. So what we see is representative of an interior reality. And there's another moment where Jesus says to his church, you are the light of the world because he is in us. It is the light of Christ that is present in and through the church. That becomes very clear at Pentecost. When um, what happens in the life of Jesus now passes over into his body, the church, and that is where the grace of God unfolds now throughout history. And so here we are, you know, we see the flame of the candles, which remind us of God's presence. There's that little candle that burns next to the tabernacle, symbolic of the true presence of Jesus there. There's the little candle that's given to the baby at each baptism. And there's the little prayer says this candle is the flame of faith keep it burning don't let it go out and then there's the the great candle that is not blessed today and that's the paschal candle the greatest of all the candles which will be blessed at the easter vigil and that candle is there that's where we get the flame for the little candle at baptism and that's where we that same paschal candle will be there at your casket during your funeral so the church has surrounded the mystery of candles and light the flame of candle is surrounded with deep meaning and it inspires us. It, it, it teaches us, you know, in, in many ways, like the meaning of our faith in, in our, our life. And certainly it is very clear now that the darkness is so dark in our times and in our culture. And uh, all the more the world is in need of the light of Christ. And that is our call. In big ways and in small ways, we are called to be the light of Christ everywhere we go. And uh, that is a challenge which the Holy Spirit gives to us this day. The, the light would scatter the darkness and would not conquer it. Amen. Forgot to mention today is also the World Day for Consecrated Life. For the many religious orders, 
renew their vows on this day because the vows is the offering. As Jesus was offered in the temple, so religious in their vows offer themselves. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.